गोपी जन गिरिवराधारी गोपी जनाबल्ला गिरिवाराधारेशोदानंदना जमुना तीरा वनाचारी जय राधा माधवा कुंजा बिहारी गोपी जन्ना बाला गिरिवराधारी जशोदनंदना व्रजजना रंजना जशोदनंदना व्रजजना रंजना जमुना तेरा वनाचारी जमुना तीरा वनाचारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे बोलो हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे 
Jaya Radha, Balava Radha, Balava Radha. Jaya Goranitai, Jaya Goranitai, Goranitai, Jaya Goranitai. Jaya Radha, Jaya Jagannatha, Jaya Jagannatha, Baladeva Jaya Subhadra. Jaya, Jaya Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Prabhupada. Gaur Premanandi. Jaya Vishwabhad Paramahamsa Parivachikasari Divine Grace Laisi Bhaktivedanta. Swami Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Nithila Jai, Shpad, Paramahamsa, Parivachikachari, Divine Grace, Shila Bhakti Sranta, Goswami Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai, Nithai Go, Go, Premanande, Grantravasimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, All Glories to the Assembled Devotees, All Glories to the Assembled Devotees, All Glories to the Assembled Devotees, Glories to Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga, All Glories to Shila Prabhupada. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 13, Text 35 and 36, because there's no purport to 35. Madhukara Mahasarpau Lokesmina Guruttamau Vairagyam Pratisham Cha Praptayachik Shaya Vayam Madhukara Mahasarpo Lokesmino Guruttamao Vairagyam Parita Samcha Praptyachachik Shaya Vayam
Madhukara, bees that go from flower to flower to collect honey. Mahasarpao, the big snake, the python, which does not move from one place to another. Loke, in the world. Asmin, this. Na, our guru. Sorry. <laughs> Loke, in the world. Asmin, this. Na, our guru. Sorry. <laughs> Na, our son. Guru, spiritual masters. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with me today. Uttamao, first class, Vairagyam, renunciation, Paritosham, cha, and satisfaction. Paritosham is uh, my previous name before I was initiated. Paritosh, that's my name. Now I know it's in the Bhagavatam. And satisfaction. Prapta, obtained. Yat shikshaya, by whose instructions? Vayam, we. The bee and the python are two excellent spiritual masters who give us exemplary instructions regarding how to be satisfied by collecting honey a little and how to stay in one place and not move. Next verse. Vairagya sarvakame bhya shikshito me madhu vratat kricharaptam madhu vadvittam hatva piyanyo haret patim. Translation From the bum, humble bee, I have learned to be unattached to accumulating money, for although money is as good as honey, Anyone can kill its owner and take it away. Purport. The honey gathered in the comb is taken away by force. Therefore, one who accumulates honey, uh, money should realize that he may be harassed by the government or by thieves or even killed by enemies, especially in this age of Kali Yuga. It is said that instead of protecting the money of the citizens, the government itself will take away the money with the force of the law. The learned brahmanas and there had therefore decided that he should not accumulate any money. He and one should own as much as he immediately needs. There is no need to keep a big balance at hand along with the fear that it may be plundered by the government or by thieves. This is similar to the, the talk I gave on Saturday. Um, this is a very crude example of the people living in Kali Yuga as today, the present day. Um, people do anything for money, even kill, plunder, 
and they don't trust the government. Like he says, Prabhupada says, government themselves are rogues. They take it by force. And here in this verse, <coughs> it's nicely explained in the translation, like the bees. The bees, they have a farm where they make actually bees and honey. And uh, before the bees can actually take the honey for themselves, they take the honey away for selling. The bees don't get much. Same thing with the cows. You know, they milk the cow, they give very little milk to the calf. And they take the calf away uh, and, and uh, the, the calf doesn't get enough milk. They just get right, just a little bit, not enough. They take all the milk for selling in the supermarket. So this is plundering. What is meant for us, they're plundering. It's not fair, they're not fair. This is Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga means selfish. No one is fair. Even happens in our temples. Amongst us, this happens. It's not that we wear tilak and dhoti, we make a show of our Krishna consciousness. It's how we cultivate our spiritual life, that is the most important thing. It's like, okay, I'm a sadhu in the front, but how am I actually developing love for Krishna within the heart? That is what Krishna is watching. It's not that we are not being watched. Everything we do is being noticed by Krishna. Because Krishna said, he's sitting in the heart, he sees everything we do. Everything that we have is all Krishna's. That's the first thing we have to understand. That's the first principle of the Bhagavad Gita, is that I am not this body. But yet, we are accumulating things to satisfy our body. Isn't it? You just look at it. How much can you enjoy? This body is very limited. We're accumulating everything just for ourselves. Just like the food comes. You take it all for yourself. You have to think there's other people here. You have to learn to share. That's the principal quality of a devotee that he wants to share with others. It's a very good quality when you can share with others. It's very attractive quality when you can learn to be a little bit austere, austerity. When people uh, learn to see that uh, this is all Krishna's, it's not mine. Even the gold is lying on the ground, you don't take it. Because you know it's Krishna's. It's somebody, it belongs to someone. You see a wallet on the floor, full of money. You, you pick it up and see who it belongs to. ID is there. And you give it back to them. That's the first character of a good person. Second person, he may take it. First person, he takes it for himself. But the first person, the the best person is he who realizes the owner and gives back to him. Third class is the person he takes for himself. So the first quality of a first class devotee that he knows is all Krishna's. There's no question of plundering. When you plunder, when you 
then we have a, a corrupt government. There's a corrupt government, which is a corrupt king, which is a corrupt leader. Then things doesn't progress because they're, they're not sharing. Simple. This is Kali Yuga, it's corruption. It's a big deal. Corruption is number one uh, bad character in the government when they're corrupt. This is the very reason why people don't trust the government. In India, uh, I've heard many places in India, they don't keep the money in the bank. They keep it in a home, under the table or somewhere. Even if you keep in the bank, there's cyber attacks. Who you trust? Who can you trust? Government can't trust. Leaders of the society, you can't trust. At least in our Vaishnava community, we have to be able to trust each other. If we can't trust each other, that's going to be a big problem amongst us. Why amongst even us? We are looking for someone who can guide us. We are looking for someone who can give us good association. We are looking for someone who can lead us in spiritual life. This is why we choose a guru. We have different gurus. They inspire us. Because that guru, <coughs> they inspire us in spiritual life. When Prabhupada was here, he was the founder, he was the founder guru. One guru. And he was perfect guru. Everybody loved him. Then when Prabhupada's not here physically, we have many gurus. But they're all good in their own way. They take different characters of the qualities of Srila Prabhupada. So in our own community of devotees, it's very important that devotees are leaders. We lead the society. Even if we are not a government leader, but we are a leader in spiritual life, a spiritual leader is actually a real, lead, a real leader. Because ultimately, even a non-devotee will look up to a sadhu, a spiritualist. Isn't it? Even though in Kali Yuga, we don't, the, 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 the government leaders are not devotees, but still somewhere in their heart, they have a spark of spirituality where they look to a sadhu. Yeah. And that's what Krishna says. Raja Rushi, a saintly king, he is he who leads society in a spiritual path. That's why in our Vaishnava community, in Iskon, in our devotee and spiritual life, there are devotees who are very sincere, who wants to uh, look to a devotee who can help us to make spiritual progress, like to guide us. We, we, we hanker for their association. It's not that I am become a devotee so I can have a better life. You know, in India they think like this. Some of our people, they join ISKCON so they can go to America or come to Australia. That is not the purpose of being an ISKCON. Srila Prabhupada didn't go to America to bring Indians to America so they can live a good life. He brought us here so he can serve Krishna, to purify us, to bring us back to Godhead. That's our real home. 
So you can get over this principle of not understanding that actually the purpose of human life is to give up our attachments. Stop accumulating. Bhalana kaya, bhalana pariba. It says a devotee should not eat uh, palatable food and don't wear fancy clothes. We eat fancy food and nice clothing. But that's okay for preaching. We have to understand underneath of all of us that to cultivate that attachment for Krishna to become austerity. Prabhupada said the austerity of a Brahmana is, is in his um, speech, not speak nonsense. Kurmang Kurma is a, is, a, is a name of a turtle. A turtle has a unique character. They can bring their limbs out and then pull it back in when they need it to use it. They pull it out. They swim. Similarly, Krishna says, we, we use our body when it's necessary. Otherwise, uh, we don't use it. Think of Krishna. Use his body to serve Krishna. We have so much energy. Use that energy in serving Krishna. At one moment, you can spoil your energy. Young people are dropping dead because they are taking drugs. That will kill you. If you can preserve energy to serve Krishna. So particularly money. Prabhupada says here, money is sweeter than honey. Money can give you, cannot give you liberation if you use the money in serving Krishna. Prabhupada said, if you have even one dollar, he used in printing his books. We work, 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 work. And we accumulate, we accumulate. If we don't give to charity, to Krishna, to Vaishnavas, the Brahmanas. There's a word in English, it's called stingy. Australian word, stingy. You become a miser. You keep, 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 keep. But it will stay in the bank. It's good for the country because they're all rogues. They'll take it. Isn't it? <coughs> so Prabhupada here says in this Verse, like a bee, they go for the honey. <clears throat> if you can get a little bit before they take it away. They have a farm where they make the bees and where they make the honey. So they can put it in a jar, label it, they sell it, manuka honey. But ultimately, it's all coming from Krishna. It's not that you have a farm, you can make it, you can make it your own ghee, uh, own, own bee and, and bees and ghee and all these things. So all coming from Krishna. Because bees, they collect uh, honey from the flower. Krishna put the flower there. It's not that you have a factory, you make your own flower. But they make dry flower. It's all coming from Krishna. So you have to, first of all, Recognize the owner. Like I said before, if you find a wallet on the ground, which you rarely find it, 
which full of money. You might find a wallet, there's nothing in it. It's just credit cards. But you have to know this is Krishna's. The, the owner, you have to give it back to the owner. The owner is Krishna, ultimate owner. Bhakta Ram Jagatapasam. Bhakta is the ultimate owner, or the owner of everything, master of the universe. If you don't think you're, you're not the owner, we're not the owner. So if our, in our own community of devotees, if in our own organization as devotees, we have to, we are leaders. We are leaders of each other. We are leaders in being ourselves Krishna conscious. They see we are driving around in big cars and, and, and then we give big lectures while you are uh, so attached. People are going to criticize us. When Prabhupada was here, he was criticized. They say, you, Swamiji, you're wearing, you're, you're, your disciples driving in a, in, a, in a limousine. You know that you can read about that. And Prabhupada said, my disciples, uh, you know, they treat me like God, because Guru should be treated like God. But the Guru's thinking is all Krishna's. He said, my disciple, God rides in the flower airplane, golden airplane. My disciples, they gave me this car made out of tin can. But Prabhupada was very detached. Even Prabhupada, when he was talking, somebody gave him a big bunch of money, and he was holding the money in his hand, and he was talking about Krishna in front of everybody. He treated it like nothing, just pieces of paper. The real wealth of a devotee is his gain, knowledge. Is his detachment. Everybody's tired, huh? You're tired. Then, I mean, one of the problem in India in the early days, it was being thief. So many thief in our temple. They were stealing stuff from the, even Medanga Kartal. They were stealing and giving to their friends outside the temple. And uh, the, those days, the devotees from the U.S., mostly, they would come to Mayapur for Gorpunima. And their tape recorder would gone missing. You know tape recorder? They used to have tape recorder before. So they put for recording, you see about 10 tape recorders sitting here. Those days. That's how they used to record. Cassette player. And, and so they would put all the tape recorder on the ground, recording. And people, they are thieves, they, they would know where they are putting. Sometimes the brahmacharis, they would be taking shower and they have a tape recorder on and uh, playing about lectures, Prabhupada lecture, and they, while they are taking shower, while they are in the toilet. Very Krishna conscious, they, they don't want to forget Krishna, even for a moment. So the thieves, they would sometimes, the brahmacharis, they forget the cassette player in the, in the toilet or in the, in the shower, and they, they're in a hurry to get ready and go to the program. So sometimes they leave their uh, cassette player in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the toilet, and they'll be gone. So there was one, this one guy, um, I remember in the, in the 70s, our tape recorder was missing, and many other things are missing. So that we had a tantric in our temple. You can, you can catch thieves by mantra. We have, we have such people those days. So, um, very advanced people. Uh, like nowadays, you lose, you have to look in the camera, 
and see who's stealing and stuff. Then they install camera in, in the bathroom, the temple, and uh, we don't have any cameras here. But Krishna's watching. Anyway, so they got this guy. So they put mantra on a bamboo stick. You get a bamboo stick that is very thin. Thin bamboo stick is what they use for making sannyasis danda. It's inside, three sticks. Not big fat ones. The thin ones, why? Because you can bend, bend it. So they would, two people would hold the end of the stick, the bamboo stick, that are thin, uh, like a cane. While they're soft, you can bend it. So they put, it has mantra on the stick. So the two people will be holding two, the end of two sticks, of the, of the stick, at the end of the stick, both end, and they would be being pulled by the mantra. So wherever the, they're being pulled, they go to that dire direction. You understand? It's like sometimes you're holding the dog, they pull you and then you go to that direction. So they didn't use the dog, they used the bamboo stick with mantra on it. So the bamboo stick being pulled, and it was going different directions. They would follow the bamboo stick. And it led to all over Mayapur, different places, because the thief went to those areas. The mantra is very accurate. More accurate than the database. Sometimes you know, the, the electricity doesn't work or something, it's all gone poof. And it's like you have a um, GP directions, uh, GPS directions. Sometimes it gives you wrong directions. Somehow, mantra doesn't make a mistake. So then it, it led, led, led all over Mayapur and then it went into temple room because that's where the thief was. Yeah. And then it went in the kitchen, like I, I cook in the kitchen. So it, and it all the way into Radhamadava kitchen, Mayapur, and it hit the pot washer. He was washing the pot and hit, hit him with the bamboo stick. He said, this is the guy, he's a thief. And then so they interrogated him. He stole uh, kartals, medanga, harmonium from the temple and money, many things, tape recorder from a devotee. And he was giving to his brother outside the temple. So, this verse says, you know, you're stealing from Krishna, thieves, money. One of the Ten Commandments of the Bible is to not to steal, I think. Right? It's very basic. If you steal, you haven't understood. Why do you want to steal? If we give back to the owner, it's so much more pleasing. It's so much has a good feeling when you give back to somebody who owns it that he lost it. They, even may, they may even share the money with you because they're so happy with you that you, 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 you plan to give them back. I remember I saw, I found uh, like a brown cherry, like in Sydney, I found a big wallet full of money. I said, ah, oh, I'm going to put it in my score. <laughs> you know, today, score, because I haven't done much. So it's like 50 bucks, 100 bucks, or a couple hundred dollars in it. That's... But even if you give to Krishna, it's not a good idea, because if you give back to the owner, it's better. Okay, they, maybe they use the money for drug, this, that. That is their problem. But you have to maintain the principle. That's my understanding. 
okay? So sometimes people give you think, oh, how? I was sitting in a room and somebody called the temple. So the mother answered the phone and they wanted to give some money for, uh, um, for a sponsor, some feast. So they, their main concern was if they're going to actually use it or not. So they were asking so many questions. Said, oh, you can, we can give you a receipt and uh, what we bought and stuff. So they were very happy. So sometimes people are concerned. They want to make sure that it's actually being used for Krishna. Okay, whatever it is, we give to Krishna, that is, they get the credit for that. If you don't use it, then you're going to be taking their karma. Understand? We don't have the power to take the karma. If you give Krishna, and if you take that for yourself, that they gave for Krishna, you're going to take the karma. And that can be very severe. We don't have the power to take the karma from anyone that belongs to Krishna. They steal pushad or something, that's okay. It's not okay if it's not offered. You know, Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur, he ate mangoes. Well, he was only a seven year old boy. How old are you? Twelve. Yeah. And your sister? Eight. He was seven year old and he, was, he ate mangoes. His father, Bhakti Thakur, said, You ate mangoes, it's not offered to Krishna. So he took a vow. He said, For the whole life, I will not eat mangoes. He promised not to eat mangoes. People used to give him mangoes because he loved mangoes. He didn't eat it. No one even bothered to ask him for the, oh, uh, Swamiji, you, you don't eat mangoes, can you give me? They didn't ask him that. Mangoes go rotten. It's a very attractive quality if you can say no to sense enjoyment. To say no to wealth. So what? Money can satisfy you. People have material things, but they are totally unhappy. This is the modern society today. They have everything, car, home, money, whatever you need, bank balance, job. There's always a job if you want. They're bludgers. They just want to be lazy. There's work there, work if you want. Whatever it is. But people are, people are not happy because they are taking things that belongs to Krishna. The main thing that it belongs to Krishna is our own body. Our own body belongs to Krishna. Think about it. If you miss your, is your body for sense gratification, like illicit sex, intoxication, gambling, meat eating, this destroys the, the body itself. So if you're, you misuse your body, too much enjoyment, the body starts to fall apart. Yeah. When it's fall apart, you can do service to Krishna. This body is Krishna's. I think like this to myself. Okay, I don't want to overeat. Because this is going to make me sleepy, this is going to make me go to the toilet while doing the program, and I'm not going to be able to turn my rounds. This is a disturbance. You know, it's such a disturbance. Doing the japa, you have to run to the toilet. Then you have to take a shower. Big chunk of time is gone. So you have to adjust. Okay, eat less at night, 
the morning I could be more free. All the things we do, if you don't care, that's another thing. Oh, I don't believe in Krishna, I don't care, I don't care, religion. Okay, fine. Then you're ruining your body quickly. You die quickly. You have to work at it for health. It's not easy to be healthy these days. Everything makes us un unhealthy. As a devotee, it's a struggle for us to be Krishna conscious. A struggle. Even as devotees, it's a struggle. So many of my friends, I mean, I've been devotee from beginning, the 70s. Most of my friends are devotees, not devotee anymore. When he joined Krishna consciousness, we are overly enthusiastic. Gradually, gradually, we start to become stagnant and we become lack in our Krishna consciousness. What is that? Why is it? We become critical, we criticize one another, we, 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 we find fault in other devotees. We do exactly what we are not supposed to do after so many years of being a devotee. So we have to check ourselves. You have to be strong with yourself. Disassociate. Even on one another, disassociate with people who doesn't inspire you in spiritual life. This is how I see it. I don't talk to everybody. I don't associate even our own people. Sometimes you have to be very, very strong with yourself. You are here for Krishna. You are here for Guru. Somebody doesn't satisfy you. Doesn't mean they are your enemy. Devotees are here to make us Krishna conscious. They can be very heavy with you. They are your real friends who can instruct us about Krishna. Now I joined the Hare Krishna movement. For 20 years, I didn't even have a shoe. Not even shoe. We had really simple clothes before I came to Australia. You know, we buy ourselves the best shoe, work in stock, 70 bucks. Fancy clothes, silk, nice watch and this and that. It's okay for preaching, but don't make yourself like, uh, be, be careful that we can easily become victim of maya in the name of religion. It's Bhagavatam says these things, don't accumulate. More simplicity is, is what is required. Simplicity. Gosamis of Vrindavan. They are wealthy, as wealthy as the heavenly king. And they give it all, all up. They give it up to join Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Sanatan Gosami, he, uh, he had boat, a boat full of gold coins. If you want to find one gold coin, you can only find it in the museum. He had a boat and he was so, he gave it all up. So eagerly wanted to join Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And when he joined Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in, in Prayag, and Lord Chaitanya, he sent his servant to, to bring him inside. He was waiting outside. And his servant came back and said, I couldn't find anyone. Because he was dressed like a beggar. He said, I couldn't find him. 
So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself came out, gave him a big embrace. And then he, he said, go and take a bath in the, in the river. And then he come back. So when he went to take a bath in the river, he was wearing a blanket. Apparently that blanket was very expensive. He gave it all up, but he had that blanket. So when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu looked at him, he was looking at the blanket. He understood that he gave up, but he was still attached to that silkish blanket. So then at the ghat, at the bathing ghat, he found a beggar. He says, uh, can you give me your blanket? I exchange with this one. This story is there. So he said, no, no, why are you joking with me? This blanket is, is, is I don't, my blanket I'm wearing is very raggish. He said, no, no, I'm serious. So he exchanged. So when he came back, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very pleased with him. This story is there in the Chaitanya Chaitamita. It's not a devotional service, it's not a show. You actually have to develop the spiritual character within our heart. Sometimes I go here uh, in the ashram, I find such fancy pusharam, like all kinds of really uh, like expensive, and no one is eating it. The ashram boys, the brahmachari, uh, they just eat a little bit of fruit. And they find little mango or some fruit. And this is all this cake and all this. I come from, from home to get change and I see all this. So this is detachment, not artificially. They had enough maybe the day before, <laughs> whatever it is. And there's so much pusharam there for breakfast. You know, they have halava, puri, sweet rice, rasagula, and uh, all fancy. And they said, no, 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 thanks, just give me some khichri <laughs> with some salad. Simple. Because he have a higher taste. That's what Krishna says. Krishna says, because they have developed the higher taste, they have given up the lower taste. And Prabhupada says, when you have million dollars, you don't care about thousand dollars, because it's already in it. So when you have Krishna, you have everything. You're not worried about um, little things. That we are struggling to become Krishna conscious. The beginning devotees, the neophyte devotees, we are attracted to material things. But don't worry, Krishna will gradually purify you. Gradually. If we chant Hare Krishna, stay in the association of devotees, gradually material things will, Krishna can purify you. You can have material things, but doesn't mean Krishna take it away. But you will understand through knowledge that is you remain detached, even though you're surrounded by it. It's not that Krishna take it all away. Krishna wants you to learn naturally. Understand? You can be surrounded by wealth, but you're not attached to it because you know in your heart that is all Krishna's. That's what Krishna wants us to see. I'm speaking like I'm speaking to a thousand devotees here, just a bunch of kids sitting here. <laughs> Where is everybody? Yeah. So the idea is to learn from the Bhagavatam, 
learn from the Bhagavad Gita. During the COVID, I was, stay, I was staying in the temple for two years during the COVID. And uh, our temple is only, only five people can come in. That was the, the rule. Only five people. Imagine having Janmashtami in Melbourne, just five people. Like a, so, you know, this temple is packed with devotees on a festival day. And then they had five people for Janmashtami. And they had an authority outside the temple. If there was more than five, they won't allow you. So, we're giving Bhagavatam class like just five people sitting here. And sometimes not even that. So I was really angry one day. So I complained. I said, where's everybody? I was really, really furious. So they said uh, to this uh, uh, Mataji. And so she said, oh, everybody's watching online. Don't worry. Okay. You know, next time you have big pusharam, we will just watch us eat online. <laughs> Don't give you prasad. Just watch us eat online. So anyway, so I'm just saying, it's very inspiring to see each other Krishna conscious. I always remember when I first joined ISKCON in the 70s, I was a small boy, but I was always very serious about spiritual life. And that things that really inspired me is the devotees. You know, we can read about Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita. The philosophy is there. But when I saw the devotees were so enthusiastic, so nice, they really inspired me in spiritual life. And there was one devotee, he was a sannyasi. He used to serve prasadam. And then he only ate what's left in the bucket. Just a little bit. So I was like, I was small, I used to think, wow, I wish I could be like him. Because I was a big eater like big plate and I saw him eating so less he's an adult I'm just a kid I should learn from adult I used to think my, deep in my heart Krishna please forgive me I'm just a big enjoyer I want to be like that devotee but I, I'm not able to but I, was, I had a strong desire to become like that devotee be a renunciate eat less I couldn't do it but at least I had the desire and then I saw one sannyasi, he was wearing simple shoes like a, made out of wood, like you know those days, this, and very simple cloth, like cotton, never wear jacket and fancy things, very simple. I was thinking, wow, I want to be like this sannyasi. It's very attractive. You know, when I, I lived in Malaysia, many, uh, Kumara sent me to Malaysia. So our job was to go to um, for Sunday feast. We never bought any vegetables. So for collecting vegetables, we go to the bazaar, big, big bazaar, like Paddington, where they have the wholesale market. But it had to be brahmachari, wearing saffron. So they saw wearing saffron, so wow, a monk. They said, take this, take that, whatever. So we used to go in a truck, we used to take cauliflower, whatever we want, for free. Because they're attracted to monks, they're wearing saffron. This is a, this is a good character. Naturally, people are attracted to, to saintly people. People know that in Asian countries, even in the West. You see somebody walking saffron, oh, oh, monk. It's important. It's not always, oh, they're wearing a saffron, means they're a great devotee. It's quality in your heart. But whatever, at least they know the principle. So when you, when you take too much yourself, this is not an attractive quality. 
big, big enjoyer. Big, big enjoyer. He work, if he eat so much, he do this. You have to work hard. Pay off. So you can learn these things by hearing. Even me, sometimes I cook all this food you know, for all the uh, guests and devotees. And then I go upstairs to sit. I just have a cup of dal. And all this champani, sabji, this, that, big variety. I'm not eating it. So people say, oh, why are you not eating? I said, no, I, um, I don't feel like eating. And when I'm cooking, you smell the food, you're not hungry anymore. Because when you're cooking, you smell the food all around you. And you don't feel hungry. And uh, yeah, it's, it's for the guest. Let them have it. So it's very attractive. People will ask me, you know, you're not eating. So always see for yourself, actually, <clears throat> we are here to develop the qualities of a Vaishnava. That is more important than you enjoying yourself. So, like it says here, the honey gathered in the comb is taken away by force. Therefore, one who accumulates money should realize that he may be harassed by the government or by thieves who or even killed by enemies, especially in this age of Kali. It is said that instead of protecting the money of the citizens, the government itself will take away the money with the force by law. It, it can happen in our movement too. You know, sometimes like you, you join with nothing, and suddenly you have a big house, a big car, I never even have to work before. There's no work history. Where do you get the money from? It's all coming from Krishna. So we have to ask ourselves, what is the real reason for me, for me to become, why well, I'm sitting in this temple, for me to be a devotee of Krishna? Kama krodha tatalovas tasma detam tayam trajet. Krishna says, Last anger and greed for them, they lead to the degradation of the soul. For, for they must be given up. Trajet, to give up, Krishna says. Why is that give up? Because these things blocks our spiritual life. Last anger and greed. These three things, the main enemy of a devotee. We feel attracted to one another. Last Lustfully. We can attract it to each other through the qualities. He or she, they work so hard for Krishna. Appreciate each other through service. Not because they look good. That is only external. Through knowledge, we have to appreciate each other. And greed. Greed is such a, an enemy. In the Bhagavad Gita, there's a picture of a person who's greedy. Have you seen that picture? He's holding the money like this, and with big eyes. He's in the Bhagavad Gita, the old Bhagavad Gita. All for me. And the coins are falling out of the fingers, and like that on the ground, he's still holding. Greed is such a bad thing. <coughs> I never liked the greed. I remember, um, like in the 1979, when I was down in Gurukul, one of my teachers from UK, he used to get money sent from his parents, a lot of money. 
and uh, one day I opened his drawer. There was like half, like all full of money, not counted for. Usually he put it in a wallet nicely. It's just all loose. You can take a whole bunch and put it. Nobody would know it. It's not counted. So I was thinking, I'm not going to take one, ten, one cent. It's all Krishna's. I trained myself. Like, I trained myself exactly what it says in the scriptures. And every time, all my friends were rich. All my friends were rich. I was poor, but I was more rich than a rich person. And I don't have a cracker because they take care of me. If you serve Krishna, Krishna will provide. We steal because we think we don't have enough. Krishna will always provide. I was in China for 10 years. What Indian person lives in China? First thing they're worried about, they're not getting the Indian food. How are you going to give my money? You can't miss. pick the language. And I was teaching yoga. Everything I do, I always think of Krishna. I know this is Krishna's mercy. Because of him, I have this. I had <coughs> a 30 yoga class a week, 30. Each class, I won't tell you how much I made. Krishna's providing. Where's the need for you to steal? And every time I went to Sunday feast, and you have to give because they know how much you're making. I felt guilty not giving. I sponsor the John Masami, sponsor any feast. You can't hoard it. When you give in charity, there is that subtle satisfaction comes in the heart. That satisfaction is that Krishna is pleased with you. Happiness, spiritual happiness. You think it's only for your family. It's all Krishna's family. Everything is Krishna's. Krishna created. It's not that you created your children in the factory. He created you. It's all Krishna's. You have a fancy car because you have a, you have a leg. You can push the accelerator with your feet. And your feet's moving because of air in your body that makes the body move. And Krishna says, Vumirapo, I give that air. By his mercy, you can, your brain's working, your head's working, your hair's growing. You can digest the fancy food, your pizza, whatever you eat. He's his mercy. So always see Krishna in everything. Krishna's, his mercy is that we are that we can survive. When you take from Krishna, you have to give it back to Krishna. In multiple service. Prabhupada worked so hard to open this ISKCON movement. This ISKCON is not a place to come and hold. So you, your bank balance can get bigger. So you can have a bigger family. You know, sometimes in India, they said they want to join ISKCON because they want to marry an American girl. <laughs> yeah. You're living in a simple village. You don't even know there's another country. And then you want to marry an American girl. You're here to serve Krishna. So you have to see practically why we're here. What is the purpose of me? Prabhupada worked hard for not come to our ISKCON so we can uh, 
so we can get fat. You know, I joined ISKCON, we didn't have enough food to eat. We used to eat the food, the same food was meant for food for life. Sometimes we had big bugs on the side of the plate. We'd be take it out and eat the food. In America, the devotees would go to the market where they throw the vegetables. They'd bring the rotten vegetable and cut the bad part and use the good part. That's how poor they were. But they were inspired by Prabhupada to continue spiritual life. They didn't depend on their spiritual life on material circumstance. Oh, because it's good food, good temple, I will stay here. And Prabhupada had all of that. He went to America because on the order of his spiritual master. It's freezing cold, a Swami from Vrindavan. Such an austerity. We have all this facility today because of his mercy. Done otherwise. We think, oh, it's because of me. I'm maintaining it. I'm the doer. But Krishna, Prabhupada, always give credit to your guru. Always give credit to Krishna. You know, Krishna, he is the most beautiful. Krishna is Bhagavan. He is the source of all the wealth. He is the owner of all the wealthiest people in the universe. He is the creator of the universe. Yet, Krishna lives in Vrindavan. Coward boy. Not even shoes. Goes to the forest with nothing. With simple coward boys. Wearing simple clothes. God himself, he is showing us how to live a devotional life. He's attracted by a simple devotee. So, you know, I wasn't supposed to give this class. And then Mataji called me yesterday, she's going to India, can you give this class? Sometime Krishna arranges the topics that I'm good at. He wants me to share with you. So I don't come all the way home to just, just, uh, to patter your back. I'm giving the knowledge, the truth. You don't like it because truth hurts sometimes. We're here for Krishna's pleasure. That's how a devotee thinks. Devotee thinks body, mind, and the soul, this is for Krishna. It's his pleasure. My family is your family. Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, Arpilutvapade Nanda Kishore. My family is your family. Whatever I have, I'm offering to you. They never think I'm the owner. <coughs> we are thinking we are the owner. We work hard, we work so. Always think, I'm so grateful that I could, you know, Associate devotees, so grateful to Krishna. Prabhupada said, what, 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 his, what he did, preach Krishna consciousness and open temples all over the world. Prabhupada said, Bhaktivinoda Thakur could have done it years ago. But he said, he has left some service for me to do. So whatever we are doing today, is not an accomplishment. We are just a tool in Prabhupada's movement. Prabhupada's done it all. We just have to make sure we maintain what Prabhupada gave us and expand it.
isn't it? So not that we are here so we can, we can enjoy ourselves. We have to see how we can expand Krishna consciousness, how we can please, please Prabhupada, how we can please Krishna. Don't steal from Krishna. Don't take anything from Krishna. Krishna will give you whatever you need. You see, when I went to Vrindavan in 1975, the rickshawalas, the, the people that sell clothing in, the, in, the mar, in Loibzar, they're really poor. They used to go around in a bicycle. Now they all have Mercedes. Rich because of Iskon. Because we buy so much to sell in our shops all over the world. Devotees go by. And they never give us discount. Never. We didn't care. Krishna's providing. Even if you're not chanting Hare Krishna, it doesn't matter. Krishna is most loving. He didn't say, oh, he didn't chant my name. He didn't chant Hare Krishna. He didn't come to temple. He will cut your food. He will make you sick. That's what I do. But Krishna is most merciful. He didn't do that. He's all loving. When you have a tree in your backyard, it's full of fruit. Doesn't give you exact number. Oh, these people, only five people. For, it's going to be only five lemons. Five avocados. When he gave full of fruits. Abundant. When it rains, it rains on the rock. It rains on the water. It's abundance. You can steal the bhakti. You can be greedy for loving Krishna. Develop that greed. Lolyam. Lolyam in Sanskrit means greed. That greed which makes you greedy to serve Krishna. To greed how I can develop love for Krishna. Excessive love, greed for Krishna, serving Krishna. That is proper greed. So when you take too much for yourself, when you steal things for yourself, that's thief. No room for that. That's why Bible said, Bible said, don't steal. When you see someone's property, it's their property. A Vaishnava he sees anything on the ground, he, he treats as somebody's property. You don't touch it. In the Saita Yuga, they saw gold on the ground, gold lying around. They didn't touch it. Everything was made out of gold. In India, you go there, they give you a clay cup to drink your tea. Chai, chai. In the train, buses, a clay cup. And then you throw it on the ground. And it goes into pieces. So sometimes you don't throw it on the ground, and it's not broken, they take it and wash it and sell it again. So you make sure you throw it on the ground, and it's broken to pieces. That's what they say. Now, here in Australia, it's all plastic. In the other yugas, everything was made out of gold. When they drank their tea, it was made out of gold. And they throw it on the ground. Nobody cared about gold. And Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, gold is like, like a stone, any different type of stone. It's not like you have diamond, you have ruby, and you have gold, silver. So what? It's just a type of stone. I used to work for a diamond company. One time, I went to sleep 
<coughs> and I had, uh, <coughs> I had uh, with me diamonds in my pocket. I supposed to forgot to give back to the office. Star size. He put it in a watch. Big amount, like, like 50 carat, this much. And then I, it was in my pocket. I went to sleep with my jeans because I was tired. And then the next day, I, forgot, I could have taken it. I thought, oh, who cares? And one time I was carrying, I had, <coughs> I had checks with me. Some of them were cash checks, 10 million US dollars. I'm just a brahmachari. 10 million US dollars. I guess I, I, I'm, I'm rich even next life. <laughs> but I thought this is all Krishna's. My boss told me you have to bank it before the bank close because there's interest every minute. So I was running to the bank, cash bank, 10 checks, 10, 10 million. Some of the checks are like 500,000. This is all the sales I made, invoice and checks that I collect from offices. That's my job. And I was thinking it's all Krishna's. And the boss, the guy was a devotee. And he said, and he was complaining that he need to give $12,000, US dollars to his wife. And he was telling me, I don't want to give her. I preached to him, give to your wife. He was sitting on money. You know, I was on your favor. Because she need to pay for the kids, buy the boga in Hong Kong, very expensive. I said, give her money. And she, the guy purposely didn't go home. He made me work in the office late. He said, he said, and he told his wife, we have extra work. We, he didn't have any work. He just didn't want to go home. Rascal. So anyway, and I know all the tricks to make money, how they sell the stuff. And I'll have to say it, secret. So much cheating in this business. But as devotees, we know if it's all Krishna's. And I used to think like, you know, if I took all this money and I went, no, they wouldn't know, it's all insured. They can get it back. But I thought, no, never. They have to be strong. We're not always in the temple. We go out, we're attracted to maya, material things, can bombard us. You can easily go away, ah, throw the bees, I don't want to be devoted anymore. <laughs> This can happen. This will happen to all my friends. Sometimes my friends call me, what are you doing in Iskone? Still, come on. They, they, that's not the place. They're all, they're cheating you. No. This Maya is preaching to you. Give up, give up. Come to us. I'm not here to please everybody, even though I am here to please everyone. I'm here because I want to please Prabhupada. I'm here for Krishna. Somebody said this, that, so what? Always try to see things in a deeper way, with a real reason for our being here. At the time of death, only Krishna is going to be there and Guru. You have issues with others, there's, there's nothing. So always see things in a way that's, that's going to make you strong in spiritual life. Tough. I'm very tough. Sometimes my friend, they call me, you're a tough guy. Yeah, I am. If I can survive in Iskon, I can survive anywhere. It's a tough place. 
a very tough place. I lived through 50 years in ISKCON, 48 years. Those days were really tough. If you can handle you know, being a devotee, um, how are you going to handle outside? It's more hard. Maya is so tough out there. Everybody's quarreling with each other. Devotees tell me all the time, work with a non-devotee is like working in, with animals. It's so tough, I guess. I never worked outside. I worked outside, but it's all devotee boss. And one time, I had a morning program that I went to work. I was so tired, I was falling asleep. And now my job is to assort the diamonds. So my face, well, when the diamonds are face, diamonds here. Face is made out of diamonds. So my boss said, go home and sleep. I went home and had a rest. So he was a nice guy. So he went to Mangala, Adichan, Japa, then went to work. I was super tired. But you're not going to get that if you're working for a non-devotee. They'll, they'll work you to death. So, anyway, the idea is that if you can remember that uh, money is not the purpose of life. I joined, I had no money. We were not allowed to keep one paisa, one cent, as a Gurukul boy. Yeah, if they find money in your bead bag or something, you're in big trouble. Yeah. Like I said, I, make, I made friends with people who are rich. They took care of me. That's Krishna's arrangement. One guy told me, I'll take care of your whole life. I'll give you a home and everything you need, I'll provide for you. I'll, you just stay with me, be my friend. I said, no thanks. Could they say that after some time they may change? You never know. <laughs> Only Krishna can say that. I said, Krishna says, I protect you. Do not worry. If somebody else says that, I wouldn't trust that. But just say that is very good. Makes you feel good. That's good sympathy. But that's what the government say. Come, vote me. I'll take care of you. I'll pro I promise. After some time they, they forget. It's not within their power. They can't do it. Only God can, you know, can say those things. Like, you go to the doctor for medicine, the doctor is sick himself. How kind of doctor is that? Right? So the spiritual master, they give us the knowledge. They, they, they give us the training. Because they have it. They are pure. Yeah. Any questions? Give him this microphone. Hare <clears throat> Krishna Prabhu, thank you for the nice class. Prabhu, you mentioned when someone offers something to Krishna and we use it, we get their karma and that karma can sometimes be very strong on us. So Prabhu, um, sometimes we see, uh, sometimes Prabhu, they come and get, I remember when Prabhu coming to me, giving me some sweets that they offered to Krishna. So will that karma come on us? And also sometimes Bhaktiman Prabhu, he, he, some devotees give jewelry to the 
deities, but they can't use it. So Prabhuji gives it to us. So will that karma also add to our karma or? If they give you pusharam, there's no karma because it's offered to Krishna. What I'm saying is my point is stealing, is not offered. Or someone gives you money because they can't find the office, they give you to give Krishna. Then you take that, then there's karma. But they, my point is, they gave for Krishna, as far as they know. But they don't know that you misused it. So if you misuse that belongs to Krishna, you're going to get karma. Or Krishna has the power to take their karma. But you don't have the power, we don't have. That's my point. So someone gives you Mahavasharam, that's different. That you're not stolen it, we're allowed to take Prasharam. So the, comp, the point what I was trying to make here is that when you take things from Krishna that is belongs to Krishna or belongs to a Brahmana or devotee. You know there's a story in the Krishna book that, that the king gave cows to, uh, you know, to the Brahmana. You know that story. And the cow uh, ran into uh, other cows, mixed with other cows. And so the king gave that cow away. So, by mistake. So, that Brahmana cursed the king to take birth as a, a lizard. And Krishna came later. Yeah. So, to be careful if it is, belongs to Brahmana and you steal it. And you see people here, there's so much food here, they're still stealing. It belongs to Jit Baba or someone and you steal. They can, they can, you can get karma for that. Yeah, taking, stealing from a devotee. So severe. <clears throat> That's what I was trying to tell. There's no karma. But if you take money from the hundi, belongs to Krishna, there's going to be karma. Or in somehow or another you make a plan, you are taking it from Krishna. Don't think Krishna doesn't know. Krishna knows everything. We don't have to worry about these things. We just do our service, we chant Hare Krishna, things will go nicely, let Krishna deal with these things. But at the same time, we should be not ignorant. We know also at the same way what, we, what is the principle, what is the real laws, what is the devotional attitude is. <coughs> but he keep quiet, keep quiet, do our service. <coughs> but if he says something going wrong, we can raise the issue through in a proper way. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Prabhu. Thank you, Prabhu. If I get this wrong, forgive me. Um, when you said you were working for a person who was selling diamonds and such, and you said you don't work outside of the field of where people that you're working with are devotees, but when you were rushing to put the checks in, he's so worried about the interest that he might lose on the checks. <laughs> How is that a devotee? How is that any different from someone outside of that? He, he was an initiated devotee, but his business is business. He was running a big business company. He had many companies. So, that's his business, it's a company, proper company. So that's what they do in the business. But as a devotee, <coughs> because he has to run his business, 
So we are implementing the principle of a devotional life of a devotee is that uh, he shouldn't even work there to all that. He should live in a temple and not have any business. His business would be Krishna's business. Live as a renunciate, as a, a saint, as a but he has a business, he has a family, he has, he has established business. So that's what they do. But I was trying to point, bring out the point that <coughs> that money is all within the business. It has to go back in the business. Because to buy the diamonds is going to cost that much. So, it's, so they have the profit. So they have, a, they have a system. So my point in that is that real spiritual life, even if you are in the business, but you know these things are all Krishna's. It's not one cent belongs to you. So you can be surrounded by wealth, but you're not attached to it. You see as Krishna's. But of course, if you run a business, you have to have their own systems and tricks and stuff that they do. That's another thing. The reason I asked the question is yesterday I was explaining <coughs> something to somebody about uh, something I was going to do and this person said to me, oh, that's unethical. And uh, I got quite upset about it, to be honest. But the fact of the matter was, I said I had to do the best I possibly could in a situation whereby it's very hard to be an honest person in, an, in, an, in a world that is totally dishonest. Mm. But I can only do the best I can. And I was quite offended by the remark, to be honest. Uh, but sometimes you can't do anything. You just throw your hands up in the air and what, what am I going to do? I, I, my conscience said this is the best option, but yeah. if it was pure, 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 yeah, I can't do anything because I've rarely met anyone who's truly honest in any business. It doesn't matter who, what background they come from because there's always some sleight of hand. Yeah, so, yeah, like you said, yeah. <coughs> it's very difficult to I also mentioned that in this class. <clears throat> it's difficult to uh, practice Krishna consciousness, an ascetic life, a devotional life, when the midst of all these challenges. Because, but at the same time, these challenges makes a sincere devotee strong. Because when you see these things, um, we know this is, this is the hardship. But at the same time, it's not where it's not we're chanting Hare Krishna and we're dumb people. We also know what is the, the platform of our uh, devotional platform, spiritual platform. There are requirements for us to advance in spiritual life. There's requirements that we have to come to that level. But you know, if you're living in the street, no one's going to come. We have to have this temple. And it requires money, it requires business. So to see in a way, in a practical way, but at the same time, yeah. At the same time, we in our heart developing that spiritual character. You see. So, what my point is, even in the spiritual life, if we see there are uh, def deficiencies and maybe some corruption, whatever, that should be rooted out, and that's not going to be exemplary for those sincere devotees who come here to practice. So that's why you have to see clear cut. Uh, what is the platform? So we're talking about in a devotional life. Outside is a different thing. It's not easy, yeah. But in our spiritual life, we have to see these things, you know, we're here for spiritual life. And these things are, we, we're no better than a non-devotee in, in a disguise as a, in, a, in, a, in a robes. So that's why we have to be very careful.
Yeah, Papa said that uh, you can't be 100% honest in business. Yes. Um, you, sometimes you have to tell the, prop, the customer, I'm not making any profit. Mm. Unless you make some profit, you're not going to stay in business. Mm. <laughs> so, exactly. But that doesn't mean you can live a whole life full of lies and dishonesty, but mm. in terms of doing business, sometimes you may be a little bit bend with the truth a bit. But there's another principle also is that when you're talking about when you were rushing to the bank to forge a cheque, <laughs> Prabhupada was insistent that Krishna's money shouldn't be wasted. Yes. Even though Krishna's very rich and very opulent and <laughs> his money shouldn't be wasted. And there's an example where in Mayapur, a tap hadn't been shut properly. And so one drop was coming out every three hours. Mm. <laughs> and Prabhupada showed his disciples, came out after three hours, said, see, Krishna's energy is being wasted. Mm. Yeah. One drop every three hours, he was mm. saying. So, uh, yes, we, we have money that's been given to us by Krishna, but we shouldn't live extravagantly or waste it because mm. it's ultimately it's Krishna's money. That's the principle. So, yes, you can get money, you can make money in business for Krishna, but it shouldn't be wasted. Yeah. And another thing is, thank you, that's a good point. And if we're here to make money for Krishna, that's good. But if you really want to make money and not devotional life, oh, okay, open a butcher shop, sell liquor, we can make more money. So the idea is not so much, it's not, Prabhupada didn't go to America to, to make money. He wants to make people Krishna conscious. He said money will come. Become Krishna conscious. Money will come and have faith in Krishna. And there was, there was not money even to pay rent. He said, don't worry, Krishna will provide. At the end of the day, someone gave a check, exact amount. You know, the story is there. So in every way, Krishna, Prabhupada explained and Krishna himself said, if you surrender to me, I'll take care of you. We don't have the faith in God. We are thinking more money than Krishna. So why we chant Japa Hare Krishna? Why don't you chant money, money, money? He could have said that. Because Krishna is giving us, like I said, Krishna by His mercy, we can breathe the air in our body. So more than wealth is our health. And the real health is spiritual health. Is how we can uh, put Krishna in our heart. That's the most difficult part. Not everyone can think of Krishna all day even devotees. But money you all think all day. But still people are in anxiety because they're, too they're thinking money too much because money cannot make you happy. But Chan Hare Krishna can make you happy. But the difficulty is we're not able to fill in the days with Chan Hare Krishna. So there's balance, you have to balance it. But the point is don't be greedy. Don't steal from Krishna. This is my point in this class. Yeah and everything will be there. If we can live harmoniously in Krishna's satisfaction, in serving Krishna, in chanting Hare Krishna, money will be waiting at the feet of the devotees in folded hands, Lakshmi. Okay. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Ki Jai.
गुरु
Krishna, 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 Krishna,